All right, welcome everybody to the Big D Podcast. It's been a while, but NFL's back, so that means we got to be back. We're going to talk about week one of the NFL, who stood out, who didn't. And I'm here joined today by an old friend from high school, my boy Alex Ederson. Talk to him, boy. All right, let's go. Um, my name's Alex Ederson. I'm one of all these old friends from high school. Uh, I currently go to Morgan State University in Baltimore, uh, Maryland. Uh, you can find me on uh, my socials, United Flight 75 on Twitter, and Alex underscore Ederson on Insta. I currently write for my school paper, the MSU Spokesman. And yeah, just check me out. Yes, sir. Check out his work. Both of us coming up soon. Trust. Yes, sir. All right, let's get to talk to the most recent game last night, Monday Night Football. What was your What was your take on that, bro? Honestly, the Broncos need to let Russ cook. Like they've been <laughs> saying it for years in Seattle, but like I can't believe like in the fourth quarter of you know Monday Night Football primetime, you opt for a sixty-four yard field goal instead of you know letting your you know quarterback you just traded and signed for seven years. What was it? Like let me like I like. It was a crazy amount of money for, you know, not to put the ball in his hand when it matters most. Like, I don't know. Yeah, what do you bro, think about I that? don't – dude, I think that's the whole world talking about that right now. You have Russell Wilson, the guy you just traded for, paid big money for. You're not – you weren't asking a lot for him. I mean, it was a fourth and fifth – or fourth and five, bro. So, that's like – and there were, they, wasted, they ran down the time, wasted 40 seconds off the clock to just to take a timeout. Exactly. And like, not call anything. I have the contract details right here. Five years, $242 million with a $50 million signing bonus. Like, come on. What I think that's doing? what everyone was talking about, man. I, I I, have no idea. Like, why would you try a 64-yard? I think there was a stat that said, like, the last time, the last, like, 15 or 20 uh, attempts from there, like, two from, like, 20. And people in, like, 10 years from, like, fourth and five are, like, have a over, like, 50% ratio of getting it. <laughs> I mean, I, under, I, can, I can kind of understand the, where, uh, you know, Nathaniel Hackett's coming from with, you know, it's Denver, the air's a little bit thinner. Like, maybe his kicker can get a little bit ball, like a little iron on the ball and see where it goes. But I don't know. I think if they want, if the Broncos really, like, the ownership group, you know, McDon- uh, you know not McDonald's, um, Walmart group, they really wanted <laughs> to uh, um, change the, uh, the face of this franchise and, you know, really rejuvenate the offense i think they should have done you know something different instead of kind of going with that same old vic fangio sort of offense like that broncos fans hated that last year yeah and you would think that was going to change but I, I have no idea i think everyone's shocked right now you have russell wilson like you said paid big money for you, you extended his contract without even watching him play a game yet mm-hmm. and you're on your team but uh, i mean on the other side the seahawks didn't look too bad i thought man geno smith was looking good yeah no i mean that's you know west virginia geno geno we're seeing right now i think <laughs> uh like think about it like he was the first black quarterback to ever play a game for the new york giants like that's i don't crazy. know it's it's crazy stat right there but like that is very crazy i think you know geno's not done this league i think he's shown like he still has a little bit go uh you know and left in the tank like, i think when he took over for russ last year you know we saw something um, you know, we saw some, you know, bits and pieces of, uh, you know, old Geno Smith of the West mm-hmm. Virginia days. But I think now, like, full year under a new offense, you know, um, I think we're going to really see something something exciting from Geno Smith. Honestly, NFL Comeback Player of the Year, I think, right there, maybe. Started off strong, I think, for that case, for sure. And if oh. you saw that interview afterwards, how he said it, it's like, hey, they wrote me off, but I ain't right back. Yeah, that's no. a, that's Instagram caption right there. <laughs> exactly. No, that's honestly like I think 
Geno's put himself on a lot of people's maps again. Um, yeah, I think he was thought of as a career uh, backup, but now. Yeah, I mean, I make it. It was just easier now, I guess, because he had like a full like off season and preseason, kind of knowing that he might be the QB one. Yeah. So I guess that mindset already just changes a lot of things of you coming in as a backup, knowing like ah, I'm a backup. How many times are you probably gonna see me play? Probably not as much. So it's probably this is what he probably what he needed for sure. Sad thing for the Seahawks, though. Um, Jamal Adams, he uh, today found out they're probably going to uh, undergo knee surgery and out for the mm. year. Wow, okay. Already starting off strong. That's one of the couple injuries that we've heard so far during the NFL this season. Barely week one, man. Sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's always it always sucks, you know, first week NFL, you know, you're hoping to have strong first uh, strong season and then all, all of a sudden, you know, injured out for the year. Yeah, Get back at least it's not your... Your franchise quarterback, man, like the Cowboys. Yeah, no, true. Hey, but there's some good news with that, I think, or I don't know if I'm too confident with that, but we'll get to that soon. And then uh, just another quick thing again, uh, Melvin Gordon was getting a lot more carries than Javante Williams too, but uh, Javante yeah. Williams was catching a lot from the backfield of that, which helped out fantasy owners in PPR. I'll tell you oh, that. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, for certain. Um, I'll we'll be interested to see how that uh running back uh duo uh, splits carries this year. Um, mm -hmm. I. I think a lot of people had Javante Williams leading that backfield going into the season, but you know Melvin Gordon, he still has a lot to offer. I think. Yes, I mean same thing. We can transition out to Thursday night football, the first game of the NFL season. We saw that with Cam Akers and Henderson. Oh wow, that Cam was Akers a big. Cam Akers owners uh, don't love. You know? <laughs> that was awful. Three three carries on the night, and honestly, he got nothing. He got nothing going at all. I think uh, he didn't know. But I think it's more of some uh, something to say about the entire uh, Rams offense. Yeah, that was just bad. I mean, I mean, Cooper Cup was Cooper Cup. I mean, he got um, what was it? Thirteen receptions on fifteen targets. That's ridiculous. He still put up one twenty-eight. Got a tutty. But like, that's Cooper Cup doing Cooper Cup things, you know. Like, other than that, like, it was hard for anyone to really get going, you know. Matt Stafford, like, turn out the lights. I meant you mean you know what I mean, like. Mm -hmm. I think it's I don't know are the are do you think the elbow injuries are like elbow concerns are real like what do you think I was about to say when once I saw them release that thing that he got over surgery like a couple of days before the game mm -hmm. I was like why are you bringing this out now like now you're scaring Rams fans and even me as like just like a like unbiased just watching neutrally I was like dang is this gonna like affect them and I mean I don't want to blame it on the elbow but it, I mean it could be three picks man yeah no that was. That was a bad, bad first uh, performance for the Rams. Super Bowl, uh, defending Super Bowl champs as well. You know? At home, yeah, you can't be doing that. You got embarrassed at home. I mean, you shouldn't be embarrassed. I mean, like, it's not embarrassing from coming. Like, as it's the Bills, bro. The Bills are coming for their revenge tour, thinking that they should, they should have been in the Super Bowl last year. And pff, look at that. They they came out hot, man. And what's the th like? what do you think what happens when the Bills really get firing? Because, like, we saw from Josh Allen, he had two picks. Can't yeah, say he did, both yeah. were his fault, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of iffy turnovers. on that. That is two turnovers that you don't want, but you're lucky that your your defense was able to come out strong against the Rams. But, I mean, and this is the first week, like you're saying, like maybe they're not even, like, at their full potential yet, you know. It's the first week. You still got to play a couple of games, get in the groove in the games and stuff. Yeah, no, but. we're seeing almost a completely reworked Rams uh, receiving core. Uh, they lost to mm -hmm. Bell. They mm -hmm. – um, they now they signed Allen Robinson. He one catch on two targets, twelve yards. That's, That's insane. I think that's what everybody was 
aroused about too for fantasy owners. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's going to take some time, maybe with this in- elbow injury that Matt Stafford's dealing with, for this Rams offense to fully get going. But I think we're going to see them like really start to uh, like come out strong, probably about the midseason mark. Even still, I think they have enough to offer to stay competitive in most games. It's the Bills' opening week. Like that's a tough component. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like we're at, not that we're asking for a lot, but I'm pretty sure we're gonna ask for a closer game than what was actually transpired here. Yeah. And they're also, I mean, do you think the running back thing is gonna change? Do you think Cam Akers is gonna stay with little carries since no. Henderson didn't look too bad, or do you think that's, or what do you think? Here's the thing. I think you know they were playing catch up for most of the game, like. Yeah. Like, like I mean, like Rams uh, total yards um, through the air, they had 191 to the Buffalo's 292. Uh, Rams had 52 yards rushing to Buffalo's 121. Like, <laughs> you can't you can't do that as a NFL like team and expect to win games uh, consistently. But at the same time, like I don't think this was cons- uh, like this shows what the Rams rushing attack has to offer. When you're playing catch up for most of the game, having to turn to the throwing it in the passing game. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I think um, who do they play next week? Um, That's how I was trying to check real quick. Um, let me just pull the schedule up real quick. Rams. They got the Falcons. I think um, against the Falcons, the, uh, rushing. Uh, I don't know. Actually, that's going to be an interesting, um, an interesting uh, game to watch as well for the Rams and see how their rushing attack truly looks against. Uh, I would say, you know, more average competition. Um, Mm -hmm. I think um, the Falcons still offer, have a a little bit to offer on the defensive side of the ball, but not as as, uh, good as the uh, Bills. I was about to say, yeah, they, um, I mean, he held Kamara to like nine carries and 39 yards. And I don't know if that's because the Saints were just not giving him the ball, but there wasn't that much rushing other than Taysom Hill running for that big touchdown that he got. Yeah, I think um, with, um, I think the Saints we're gonna they're gonna also be an interesting team to watch, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, I right, can it to uh, Cincy and Steelers. Uh, Joe Burrow, man, four picks, five total turnovers on that offense. Yeah, no, I had him as my fantasy quarterback in one of my leagues, and that was rough. <laughs> he was at negative at some point, I think. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, do you think it's Super Bowl hangover, or is Cincinnati being found out a little bit? I still find it – I think it's still crazy to believe that. I mean, at the beginning of last season, if you would have told me that Cincy was going to be in the Super Bowl, I would have called you crazy. I think everyone would have. Absolutely. So, I think it's just – I mean, they might have just got hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. But, like, I still can't believe that this O-line, even though they restructured it to make it better, that O-line was able to take them to the Super Bowl. And I highly doubt that's going to happen this year. At least – I mean, we got to give credit to the Steelers' uh, defense too. That yeah. Steelers defense is really good. Yeah, no, big, big um, performance from the Steelers defense. Able to limit um, one of the hottest offenses in the league to um, – let me make certain I have this correct, but uh, I think it it was under, uh, what, 100 yards rushing as a team? Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Mixon didn't look so hot either. Yeah, I mean, okay, it was about 120 yards rushing, but they held Mixon to three yards of carry – and it was up to really Joe Burrow to get things going on the ground for them. Seven seven point eight eight yards per, per per carry for him, but yeah, and you saw he had to throw the ball a lot. He threw at least he attempted fifty three passes. Yeah, no, that's something. 
someone of Joe Burrow's, like, he's a good quarterback for, you know, I would say somewhere between the 35, 35 to 45 passes per game. But ask Yeah, Joe once Burrow, you reach, I think, a 53, 50 mark. That's, that's a little, I think that's a lot to ask for someone not with that big of an arm, too. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the T. Higgins injury? Uh, concussion concern? Like, how, how, how long do you think he's going to be out for? Um, I got to see what their protocol is. I think isn't roughly like a week and a half or two. I think Wait. by this – well, at least he has to be out for a week at least, I think, if it's concussion. Yeah, I, I believe so. It's I, – I I mean, it's still just not good for the Cincinnati Bengals for especially their receiver death. Like, imagine having, you know, I would say one of the best 1A, 1B receiver options with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and then – all of a sudden, it's now Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. Yeah, you saw he picked up some targets in last game, seven, caught four. But you can clearly see that Jamar Chase, I mean, we clearly know he's he's the favorite for Joe Burrow with 16 targets. Yeah. And he only got 10 receptions with those 16 targets, and he still put up 129 in the touchdown. That's It's going to be interesting to see how the Bengals can do. Um, you, you'd hope that they can get their um, offensive line issues pieced together especially in the division that they play against. They got a, a lot of good pass rushing units. They have the Browns, they have the Steelers, they have the Ravens. Uh, I'd be I'd be scared if I was the O-line of the Cincinnati Bengals in that division. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, you saw Pittsburgh had a field day with them. Oof, but... TJ Watt was insane. Yeah, but speaking of TJ Watt, peck injury, he might be I out for a I saw that. Um, I think that's a... As a Steelers... It's not a good look, you know. Your defensive player of the year candidate um, going mm-hmm. out injured. I think um, everyone had him, you know, as probably favorites to maybe repeat, right? Oh, for sure. Now, especially after that first week. Like. Yeah, he was tearing it up. And it, it was towards the very end of the game, man. I just saw him go out. I think it was after a sack, too, or like a tackle. He came in. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think they, they were able to read his lips. Like, I think I tore my peck. And I was like, dude. Yeah. I, and the Steelers, were, they were fighting injuries from the preseason, too. Um, I, uh, Deontay uh, Johnson had an injury, a shoulder injury in the preseason. Yep. Yeah, he was questionable towards the very end, or in towards the end up to, like, Saturday. And I, I know Najee was picking up some uh, hits, um, some um, some things there in, in the preseason. Yeah, Najee picked where, something up and, and then lied during that game, too. Yeah. So, it's, I think we should be asking questions of the Steelers' medical staff. Um, how are we going to keep these guys, uh, you know, healthy, healthy. throughout the season? Healthy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then on the other side, we got to see Mitchell Trubisky his um, debut with a new team. What do you think? What, what you what you think from uh, Mitch T? Um, I mean, he's just always been, just been a joke to me, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. He was jumping around teams. He was able to start though. I mean, he didn't do too bad. I mean, didn't break that 200 mark in passing, average 5.1 through a tutty. He didn't throw the he didn't give the ball away. You know. Yeah, I think that's honestly what Mitch. You, that's what you want to you want you want with him, you know, a safe, you know, clean game because mm-hmm. that was the issue he had in Chicago. He would turn the ball over a little too much for their uh, the way they played, and just wasn't good enough down the field. Yeah, and I also think another big factor was when Najee Harris came out, they probably they weren't able to rush the ball effectively as much anymore. I mean, even with Najee in the game, like ten carries, twenty three yards, two point three carry. That was still bad though. That was still bad. Like Chase Claypool led them on led them on uh, rushing for the. I night. see that thirty six yards with only six carries. 
I, I think that's going to be interesting to see how he's utilized in this new uh, this new offense, this uh, Mac, uh, this Mac Canada offense. Yeah, for sure. That's going to be something to look at. But I think since he's probably going to have a field day next week against the Cowboys. I mean, hey, you said it, not me. I'm rooting everyone to have a field day against the Cowboys, bro. That's all I'm saying. Hey, are you in? Is it Bryce Young season yet, or what are we thinking? Okay, let's not get carried away now. I know I'm getting carried away, but I don't think so. No, not yet. Dak is my quarterback and will always be my quarterback, even after that crappy performance. But, yeah, I see uh, Steelers, like, Bengals had 32 first downs, like, in the Steelers, what was that, 13? Like Steelers had 13 first downs, bro, to the Bengals' 32 first downs. We need to see a lot more on offense from the Steelers for certain. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know it's not all there, obviously, like we said with Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. I mean, he was, like, a little bit below average. But, I mean, they got to win. Who's going to complain about it? They should have not won. Yeah. That's. Uh, I feel bad for, for McPherson, bro. After that good rookie year he had last year and then just those kicks. That I don't think were his fault. I mean, I think, what was it? He had a uh, bad, uh, like, a backup uh, snapper in? I think so. And then one of them was the, yeah, the snapper was just... The one, this one in OT was so high, brought it down and laces. He kicked straight laces, so that yeah. was bad. I mean, I don't have much to offer on that on that side of the kicking front, but I know you used to mm-hmm. kick the ball a little bit. So, what do you, what can you offer on that perspective? I mean, I think we just gotta offer all the kickers in the NFL some kicking lessons. Yeah. I hate to say it, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but I mean, it was bad. There was a lot of missed kicks this this week, bro. Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of easy ones you thought, you know, um, I'm trying to think, where where can we begin? Like, it's not even a, the point, like, oh, they moved the ball, like, they moved the extra point back, like, it was uh, five, six years ago. It's now it's Exactly, just, so there's no excuse now. It's now just, like, what are we paying these guys for when you can, like, kind of almost sign a guy off the street to come make kicks for you? And that's what I'm saying, like, I hate to be that guy saying that, like, Bashing on the kickers because I feel bad. They're already getting bashed enough by saying that they're not athletes, mm-hmm. which I'm not saying they are. They're no, not. I'm not I don't want to throw it out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you got you got people like Rodrigo Blankenship looking like that, being one of the better kickers in the NFL. But still, I don't know. And then kickers were 46 out of 56 before um, yesterday's game. That's wow. It's a lot of missed kicks. I think you know, as NFL teams like they're kind, they're starting to realize like what's what the value of having a good kicker means to them. You know, we saw the Steelers just extend uh, Chris Boswell to a massive extension. Yes, sir. High school homeboy right there from Foster yes, Ridge, baby. Yes, sir. Ridge made. Ridge made. I was really disappointed, though, when you missed that field goal. Um, oh, yeah. It was to take the lead right in over T the first time. Yep. And then I was like, no, not Chris, bro, because he's known, he's known for being, like, the better kickers in the league. I mean. And then he was, got the chance again. Wasn't it off the upright, like – yeah, I think it donged, yeah. Like that's I if I if I remember uh, correctly, like it it isn't when you kicker hits it off the upright, isn't that almost something to do with the uh way the snap and the um holding has to do with it more so than the way how the kicker hits it? Probably to be honest, that sounds right. Like I don't cuz like I feel like I don't know, he's so automatic at times. Yeah. And I mean it's like when Justin, I mean even Justin Tucker's human, we saw him miss a PAT last year, I think. Yeah. So. Crazy. Yeah, and then I mean, and then you have the Panthers that, or the Browns that drafted a, f- a kicker in the fourth round, and it looked like it paid off for them. Katie York. 
Oh my, he's what a. Let's not get too much, too carried away with him right now. But oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, baby. He's, we'll get to that when we can. Yeah, that's the guy LSU right there. He's he's got a leg. Yeah, let's go into the uh, Eagles and Lions game. That was kind of interesting. I thought it was a blowout at some point, but it came to be a three-point game at the very end. I think um, the Eagles, like, they have they have a lot to show in the NFC East. I think that's their division to lose, if I'm being honest. No, I totally agree with you, yeah. Because Jalen Hurts, like, even though, like, he was just above 50% on his completion with passing, like, that's kind of what we know we're going to get from Jalen Hurts, right? It's the other dimension he has to offer with his legs. And, boy, wow, did he cook. He absolutely cooked. I always uh, talked to my friends, that's a Cowboys fan, saying, like, do you think we're going to repeat? And in my head, I'm like, our division's terrible. It's so bad. And then I know A.J. Brown got – or the Eagles got A.J. Brown. They had all these people. And I was like – and I personally was like, dude, as long as Jalen Hurts is their quarterback, I'm not scared. But after that first game – it is the Lions, but still, I'm kind of scared just a little bit. They should win the the division though easily. Sorry about that. No, I just, um, I agree. No, this is uh, one of those years where the Eagles, I think, can just they can do a lot. They can do a lot, especially if they get going at the right time. This is a weak division, so. I think, you know, don't count. I wouldn't say that's, you know, six divisional wins out of the six, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they go four, four and six in the division. Yeah, four. like that. Um, Four and two, right? Yeah, four yeah. and two. They go win a four mm -hmm. out of six, sorry. Nah, yeah, you're good. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think they should. Um, No one else looks scared. I mean, the Giants did look pretty good. I mean, they beat the Titans at, at Tennessee. But, but I think the Titans just lost at themselves. Yeah, I think um, – uh, yeah, let's see, like, Titans, um, Tennessee, Titans, Tennessee, and um, um, New York, that's, I think that was also just a very much so coaching, it came down to coaching, who who wanted it more, that was, yeah, that was fun. Props, props to Giants coach, man, on his first game, going ballsy with the two-point conversion, because if they don't make it, that's game. Yeah, no, it's game, and I think, uh, you know, we're seeing a resurgence of Saquon back to his 2018, uh, I'm so year. glad to be honest. I really am. Yeah, no. It, Even as a coming from a cowboy fan, I Saquon is really. I I loved him, man. He's so good, and it just it hurt me that every time that he's just made out of glass. To be honest, he's a special talent. He's a special talent. Um, and I saw it from his Penn State days. Like I remember his Rose Bowl against USC, and I was just like, yeah, no. If this guy can stay healthy, he's gonna be like one of the best. And now it's like. I think we'll see, you know, a healthy Saquon behind a revamped offense, uh, offensive line from the Giants. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but as long as Daniel Jones is your quarterback, I'm not too confident on the, on the yeah. Giants. <laughs> you got to just rely on Saquon. That's all that matters. Hey, I mean, it works for some teams, like like the Lions. I think they're gonna they're gonna kill with this rushing attack that they have. Oh uh, yeah, DeAndre Swift, man. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, man, they both they had a combined 26 carries um, for 164 yards or 174 yards. My bad. That's a great one-two punch, man. Three combined touchdowns from them too. So I don't know. I think uh, you're not gonna have to ask Jared Goff to throw the ball too much <laughs> with that rushing attack. 
And I think they, they're okay with that. They don't want Jared Goff throwing the ball too much anyways, so they're okay with just him handing it off to our running backs. Speaking of uh, 2016 quarterbacks, I saw I saw this on uh, Sunday Night Football that Dakota Prescott, he is the only quarterback from that 2016 draft class to be on the team that drafted him. Isn't that crazy? I Once, once someone pulled that out, I was like, is that right? But then they showed everyone, and I was like, wow. Yeah, the mid-round pick, the, what is he, fourth round? Yeah, fourth round pick. Like fourth round pick is still on the team. Franchise getting paid. What does that have to say about that 2016 draft class? That was at the height of its like when it was like first happened. It's like oh, this is like one of the best draft classes like for quarterbacks. We're now seeing that's like I don't know. I think the scouts maybe had it wrong at the time. I mean, yeah, it happens, but I think how this one came to pan about is like probably the biggest like gap. Yeah, I mean Dak was the latest pick out of there, and like he's, I think for sure, should be the best quarterback that came out of that draft class. And even still, that's like not saying that much when Dak is out of his first, you know, what's this his seventh year in the league? Yeah, seventh year, yeah. And he's been injured almost half of those years, uh, half of his time in the league. Yeah, and no, I'm starting to worry that he's. Made a glass. Becoming another t- it made a glass, and he's becoming Tony Romo, man. This was Tony Romo, too. Hey, it's Tony he's Romo following the blackface, passes. bro. Tony Romo in blackface. That's <laughs> what it looks like, man. It's, I, mean, I don't hate to say it. I mean, because once I saw him with that thumb thing, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm going to be coming into this game, too. Something with his ankle. Last year, he had just came back from the foot injury. Mm-hmm. But then he had something in his, like, his armpit. I forgot what it was. It was some weird injury that they couldn't even figure out. And then just, it was always just, and the calf strain, I was like, dude, this is, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, I think we're starting to see a Dak Prescott that's going to have to be able to stand up in the pocket a lot more. And I think we're going to also have to see the the Cowboys probably, you know, turn to running the ball and staying with the run game. Like, what's, uh, yeah, (sighs) don't even get me started on the Cowboys, man. I watched that game and it (laughs) Dude, trust me. Everyone watched that game. They had to watch that game, bro. They put us on national television for a reason. Oh, just yeah. to us get embarrassed. Well, let, let's finish with these Eagles lines, man. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, we'll head to that later. Yeah. Like, penalties. I think penalties really still, I think, we're seeing that it's early, it's early going for the season, season, but like 126 total yards of penalties between both teams. That's wild. That is wild. I mean, you want to say it's like, Opening season jitters, you know, people are jumping early and stuff, but still, that's that's uncalled for. And then, yeah, I think like this is a this was a matchup. I think that showed kind of not the gap between a a playoff team and you know a team that was that drafted second overall, but I think this is definitely you know the Lions fans should be happy with the result of this game. I think so, too. You saw some really good things, some really bad things, but I think you saw a lot more good things than bad things. Um, fun, fun, Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be a fun season for them, for certain. Um, for sure. As a Vikings fan, I'm not happy to play that team because they're mm, going to play. Yeah, you got to play them twice. Yeah, we got to play them twice, and they're going to play a not fun brand of football. I like to call it Smash Mouth. <laughs> they're going yep. to gonna be ugly in your face, running the ball down your throat. Uh Dan Campbell uh, is going to be ripping uh, your kneecaps off and feeding them the Tigers. <laughs> like, it, but still, like, I think the Eagles, 
they should also have a lot to be excited about. This is also, uh, what, a revamped defense from them as well? Uh, what they, they signed a big cornerback in the offseason. I don't remember. What's his name? Um, From the Giants, right? Uh, who was it? Bradbury. That's his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, that paid off. He got the pick off from Jared Goff. Single turnover for the di- for the evening or the, the afternoon. Yeah, and then, then the Lions get to play the Washington next, so that's to be a fun one too. Yeah, it's on to uh, on to the the next week for the Lions. Um, it seems we have uh, a lot of uh, good running backs to talk about this week. Jonathan Taylor, what did you think of his performance against the te- uh, the Wow, man. I mean, everyone knew he was the like anonymous um, first-round pick for a bunch of fantasy owners. And, uh, I mean, he, he showed it. I mean, he got 161. He was a little quiet towards the end because he wasn't getting that touchdown yet, so they were kind of frustrated. And, I mean, you were kind of scared because the Colts were behind the whole game. Yeah. So you were thinking, dang, they're going to uh, they're gonna have to throw the ball. But, no, I mean, he was still able to put up his numbers and get the touchdown. So he's still crazy. Insane. And yeah, I think um, Colts, man, disappointing. Picking up where they left off last year, disappointing against uh, what's I think going to be a bottom dweller for the uh, yes, yeah, for the Texans. Yeah, because I mean that was I mean first performance of Matthew Ryan's uh, Colts career and wasn't the most entertaining. Uh, to say the least. Yeah, I'll tell you that. I mean, like I, I was trying to say, it was like European football met American football with the first drop points of the season for the Colts, man. Yeah, wow. Tied, and we were in, we were close to two ties today, to, uh, this past week, too. Actually, yeah. Um, Boswell won it for uh, Steelers at the very end. Mm-hmm. But I think um, with, um, with the Colts, I think we're going to have to see them – probably rely on Jonathan Taylor a lot more than uh, they thought they were going to have to. I think they maybe thought they were going to get a better arm with Matthew Ryan. I mean, I mean, he still was able to put up 352 yards uh, on 50 attempts, completed 32, you know, threw one touchdown, and then he also got picked once. But I, 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 I'd say a lot of that's garbage time, wouldn't you? I'd say, I mean, I think so too. I mean, you're saying we were, they were behind the whole game. If they were down... Three to, or twenty to three in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they they should have lost his game. Yeah, put up seventeen in the fourth. That's oh gosh, that's another Falcons game. I thought they played the Falcons, but no, they're playing the Texans, man. Even though the Falcons did give up another fourth quarter lead, by the way. Yeah, um, I I saw a tweet. Um, let me see if I can uh find this, but it was like the Falcons really really have issues with these uh these fourth quarter leads. I feel it feels like. It's so bad, man. It's like it's got to be a joke at some point. Like, it, there's no way it's real. No way, bro. Like, at, at at some point, you have to be like, nah, man. Like, stop it. Like, <laughs> like you can't like run the ball, wait a little bit, wait all forty seconds, wait for the last clock, last second hit, run it again, take your time, get some first downs. Like, you you can't do that. Yeah, no. Here, at least a couple times. Here, here it is, man. Um, with eleven thirty-five remaining in the fourth quarter. The Falcons were winning twenty-six to ten. Bro, that's ridiculous, bro. I, I hate to be a Falcons fan. I really do. And then 
Especially when they went to the Super Bowl and they gave up that lead. 28-3, man. I, that's what started it. Would you say they're cursed? They have to be at this point. I don't know who did it. Probably Pogba, if you know what I'm referring to. But I don't know, man. I don't know <laughs> yes, who did this. The Maraboot, the Maraboot. Come on, bud. <laughs> I don't know who did this. But I'm sorry for Atlanta fans. Yeah, it, that, was, that was a tough one. That was a tough one, definitely. Um, let's, and I guess on the other end of that that game, uh, since we're talking about the Atlanta game, um, Jameis, he's back. What you think of it? Jameis Winston. Um, I thought it was all right. I mean, like you said, I mean, they were down the whole game. Um, didn't like how uh, Alvin Kamara didn't get too much reps. But as you said, they were down most of the game, so they probably had to throw a lot more. And you also had the return of Michael Thomas. He got two touchdowns late in the game that helped him win the game. Oh, yeah. Those two touchdowns. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know if you saw the if you saw this during the game. He caught all of his passes after halftime. All five of his ca- uh, catches, all his touchdowns, all after halftime. Wow, I did not see that. That's yeah, insane. I, I think I, I'm almost – it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they incorporate him uh, for the rest of the uh, the year coming back off of that uh, – that, uh, Phantom injury, kind of. Uh, right. I don't yeah. Know. No. I don't know. But yeah, I had him in my fantasy too. I had him. I had him on two of my fantasies. I had him on the bench because I was like, people were telling me why do you have Michael Thomas on the bench like afterwards, and I was like, dude, I didn't know how he was gonna do. I didn't know how this. I mean, it's the first week with all NFL teams. You don't know how, exactly. what their game plan is, who's gonna get involved, who's not, or what they're trying to do. So in my head, I'm like, I don't think Michael Thomas is gonna do anything crazy. I mean. Without the two touchdowns, take those away. He only gets like three receptions for like what a couple yards. So like, but if it wasn't for those two, he got those two touchdowns. So at the yeah. very end, I think uh, we're gonna like we're gonna see how he incorpor- gets like really incorporated back into this offense with uh, especially with a rookie Chris Olave. Oh um, yeah, Chris Olave saw a little bit of him. We we did get to see a little bit of him at the end there. Um, uh, no catches though on the official stat sheet, but you know, it's he's a rookie. He's a rookie. One big, my bad, my dog's going off. <laughs> big dog. But yeah, and then we also had um just Jarvis Landry. Yeah, Juice. I he found his home with the uh, the uh, Saints. It seems like seven catches. Would have told nine you that, targets. man. Uh-huh. Yeah, one hundred and fourteen. That's yeah. insane. I mean, we saw a little bit of the. We saw. I mean, we saw this before uh, any LSU fans. Uh, they remember the Juice, man. Oh yeah, for sure. We saw a little bits and clips of that too with the the Browns, but yeah, great first week for him. Um, I think uh, Saints fans are. This is going to be a season where, if Jameis can stay healthy, they have a lot to be excited about. They yeah, that, I don't think they've been excited for football in a while, to be honest. Yeah, but Jameis, when he's on your team, I feel like you hate him, you hate him or love him. <laughs> But when you he's not on your team, I think he's one of those guys where you just love to watch him play football because he plays it with such an excitement and an and an intensity. That's what I said. He's he's a character, man. He's he's something special. I'll tell you that. Um. Yeah. He's really showing us like those. I think really why he was drafted. You know, number one overall in 2015. Yeah. Make sure you get that laser eye surgery after that record-breaking <laughs> year. LASIK, bro, LASIK. 
Disappointing though for the in that game. Kyle Pitts, man. Talk about two nineteen. Yeah. I I had him. I have him on almost all my fantasy teams, man. Oh God. I I I don't know why I decided to avoid him. I don't know because it was Marcus Mariota under center, but I just I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't see it this year with him. And it's only one game, like also like you said. And you would think that he's gonna be like the big main target for the Falcons. Yeah, he uh, really disappointed. He, uh, but I mean, we also saw, uh, I think, something from uh, their Falcons rookie uh, Drake London. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, five catches, seventy-four yards. Um, I think you know Falcons fans should be definitely happy about that. You know, spent a first-round pick on him. Yeah, we got to talk about Cordell Patterson still being that dog, bro. I really didn't. I I thought it was a one-year thing with that guy. Oh wow. <laughs> he absolutely bulldozed through that. Defense of the Saints, man. 22 carries, 120 yards, yeah. one touchdown. Who would have thought of turning this, you know, Vikings uh, first round, you know, essential kick returner into a running back would have, you know, paid wonders. Yeah, how do you feel about that? How would you fit into the Vikings team now? I mean, like, as a Vikings fan, I think, like, I would love to have him on the team, but at the same time, we have Dalvin Cook, we have Justin Jefferson. I don't think. Yeah, so I'm like, I mean, where else do you set him up at? I mean, you you don't have any holes in that team, in that offense, at least. Like, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think I'm happy he's on a team where he's able to become the player that he is right now. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, Cordero. Like, I don't know if you saw that play where he just trucked, absolutely trucked that one guy. Uh, I don't know what number on the Saints it was, but oof. Uh, uh, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> hey, that's a big man, bro. I I would not want to be the guy getting paid to try to tackle him. I mean, yeah, you're getting paid, but still, it's like it's like you and Derek. It's like trying to tackle Derrick Henry or something like that. Like, I'm I'm going to pass. I mean, Marcus Mariota, too. He had a pretty decent game on the ground as well. 12 for 72 and a touchdown as well. Wow, that's insane, yeah. The Hawaiian uh, man trying to do his thing. But <laughs> Falcons are going to Falcons. They lost this game. Uh, yeah, they they didn't get beat, bro. They they lost it, bro. They had it. But who who are we going on to next week, man? Or this week? This week? Uh, next game. Uh, we can talk a little bit more back of that Giants Titans game. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I. I think. Uh. I don't know. What What's your takeaway from that one? You saw that? I mean, like we talked again before. We mentioned it before. It was just Saquon. Saquon's back. I love it. We all love it. I think everyone loves it. I don't think anyone can hate Saquon. Nah, man. Um, 18, 164, and one touchdown. He also led the team in receptions with six and 30 yards. It's good for fantasy owners. And then a bad thing, too, on the Titan side, I mean, we didn't get to see much of Henry. He looks like he got shut down. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, 21, ca- 21 carries, 82 yards, average 3.9 a carry. Yeah, nah. I I hate to be a Henry owner right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I thank God I didn't have him in any of my fantasies, but still. And then you, and even hurt to see that the backup uh, running back, Hillary, was two receiving touchdowns. Who? <laughs> exactly. We'll get to that later to our who's. But, yeah. And then you had Bullock miss the 47-yarder to win the game. I mean, the Giants should have lost his game, but I think they got rewarded for their ballsy call. Yeah, Towards the end of the game. Very, very good start to the Dabble era, I'll say. Um, Brian Dabble, um, you know, in a little controversy in the offseason, but you know what? 
he, he seems to be going off with a bang. That's what I'm saying. I feel like everyone would hate him. Like, think about, like, setting up for that two-point conversion. They don't make it. He's probably getting yelled at by everyone, by all the Giants fan base. Like, fire him now. But now he's the hero because he was able to get the win off that. Giants fans are toxic, though. It's New York, you know. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's My roommate from last year was a Giants fan. I'm like, dude, you guys suck. Like, you can't be talking right now. Yeah, they're reactionary, man. It's fire the coach after one game. Oh, we love the coach <laughs> after another game. Yeah, they got to get Jason Garrett, though, so that's okay. They have to deal with that. <laughs> hey, I'm man, that, that man was a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Let's move on to another game. Um, we haven't talked about Panthers and Browns re- revenge game for Baker. Uh, I mean, revenge tour has to be postponed, I guess, because Baker. It's next week, yeah. Baker did not look too good, man. Yeah, I was missing a couple passes. Uh, I have a couple. I have a friend who's a Panthers fan, and he was Ooh. not happy, not happy with this game. <laughs> but I mean, I I think as the Panthers, like they definitely couldn't uh, get really anything going, though. I think uh, Christian McCaffrey, outside of a one touchdown, he was really just you know ineffective on the day. Um, yeah, I I still don't trust him too much because of like I know his ability, I know he can play football, and he's a damn good running back, but I still can't believe in him being healthy. Me either, me either. Yeah, um, I mean, and he can't do anything today. You saw that rushing, you saw ten carries, yeah. thirty three yards, man. Yeah, that's that's not what you want from you know a running back that you are kind of investing, not your future, but kind of your whole franchise around. It's obviously yeah. not your quarterback. Yeah, it's this is this is the Panthers right now, and if, when Christian McCaffrey is off, the Panthers are off. Yeah, clearly is what we saw. I mean, and they had the chance to win the game too. I mean, they put up seventeen in the fourth quarter, and they gave it to their defense to try and save the day. But like we said, Kid York came in clutch. Yeah, big, uh, big, big leg from that man. Big. That's leg. insane. Yeah, one. I think the only kicker to get drafted this year, right? Um. Yeah, I think so. I, I believe so. Yeah, that's. I mean, and then they were talking about that's the franchise uh, kicker right there that they put their faith into, and I mean, it's paying off so far. Outside of the punt god, but we don't need to get into him. The punt god. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Cade York, uh, big fifty-eight yarder to uh. End the game. Ice in his veins, man. Props to him. Um, LSU kickers, man, like. I think, uh, think LSU's just kind of got them all. Yeah. Kickers. Yeah, kickers, receivers, receivers running backs, you name it, man. I want to talk a little bit about the the rushing on the Brown side. I mean, we, we saw Nick Chubb have a great day. 22 carries, 141 yards, but no touchdowns that they all went to Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Nick Chubb owners So that's, that's interesting what they're doing right there. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Hunt, though, I saw a little bit of the, the formations that they're using, seeing uh, Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt line up as a fullback, uh, a running back uh, combo. It's going to be interesting to see how they uh, play out for the course of the season. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm, I had a friend that um, he'd never done fantasy before, doesn't watch football too much, and he drafted Kareem Hunt as one of his, like, running backs to play. And I was like, dude, do you know what you just did? I was like, he does not get in. Like, he's like he's just there sometimes. Like, But Nick Chubb's going to get the most carries. I mean, he did. But we still saw Kareem Hunt get most of the load up in, in the red zone as getting the touchdown. And he caught a lot of receptions, too. I mean, he got four receptions for 24 yards. 
and one was for a touchdown. So, yeah, I. That's gonna be a fun, fun offense to watch while you can. Let's just say uh, I'm not a, like neutrals. Uh, beware! I think uh, enjoy them for these first uh, however long that Deshaun Watson is out the 11 games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mysteriously coming back against the Houston Texans. I wonder why that's happening. LOL. All this whole scheduling, man. It's just there's something behind it. We had all these revenge games coming up against former teams, and then this, and then having the suspension come off against your old team. That's. I mean. Uh, Roger Goodell couldn't write the script any better. That guy is something, I'll tell you that. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson, man. What? I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> like, I honestly, like, it's... I, I, I want to keep it to just sports, but, like, yeah, no. he. I think he should have missed the entire season. I think so, too. I think everyone could easily agree on that. It's yeah, despicable what he did, and I think it's really not sending the message the NFL should be sending to its female viewers out there at all. Mm-hmm. And then we also, um, on another note, I'm kind of glad that I saw Amari Cooper only go for three receptions and 17 yards as a Cowboy fan. Yeah, Let's I get with that. You. <laughs> I bet you're a little happy. Get with that. You. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Totally okay with that. So who is it then, Amari or Dak, that I really uh, made that offense go? Um... Amari's a damn good run wide receiver though. He can he can run routes very nicely, get himself open. I blame I still blame our offensive coordinator for some games. Cause how do you not get Amari Cooper involved in any of those playoff games or any of those last games? But I think Amari Cooper uh, or and Amari Cooper owners in fantasy should be more excited to see that he did have the second biggest uh, target share of the of the uh, afternoon. Six targets, only converted three of them. But I mean. I still getting some looked at, yeah. So that's a good thing. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, though, the eleven targets, man. And that's. Uh, I mean, we saw that last year. Every once in a while, he was a good waiver wire pickup for some people. But like, he's just, he's gonna pop off sometimes, and he's gonna get the targets, and he, he, it's gonna be him sometimes. Sometimes it's not gonna be him. You just never know. I think this year, though, I think it's gonna be his team because Amari Cooper. He's always he's always feasted in the slot. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he, like. He, he can be on the outside, but he's really, like, he's a slot-o-matic receiver. But Donovan Peoples-Jones gives, I think, uh, Jacoby Brissett and then eventually Deshaun Watson um, a big target on the outside to really just throw up and go get go get a ball. I see that, too. And we had Robbie Anderson on the other side, too. I mean, he got that 75-yard touchdown, but, I mean, without that, he only gets, like, 27 yards. But he went 5 for one, 102 with that touchdown. Yeah, um... DJ Moore also, uh, we want to see him get a little bit more involved in the offense. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. Three for 43 from him. Um, not a great day from uh, the former University of Maryland product, but, you know, <laughs> it's opening week. It's okay. Yeah, we go, man. Second week. That's what I love. All right, and we can go into the – we have the Patriots-Dolphin game. I want to talk a little bit just about how, how hot Miami looks. Not their team, <laughs> but weather-wise, it looks hot out there, man. Oh, Oof, it, it's nasty. Uh, yeah, it looked disgusting outside. It looked yeah, I saw it before in the college up for Miami when the coach was sweating through his white button up. And I saw like Bill Belichick wearing like hoodies and stuff. I'm like, dude, I know you're sweating under that. Billy B, though, he's always going to wear his hoodie. Ah, that guy pissed me off. It's okay. His team's in shambles. It, they are. I think uh, the Patriots and his reign might be coming to an end. Um, they did not look good 
at all. I mean, yeah, they 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 couldn't do anything against the the Dolphins, man. I mean, Dolphins have some couple of defenders, but like it's the Dolphins still. I mean, unless I mean, obviously it's the first week still. Maybe we know any we don't know something that the Dolphins do. Um, maybe maybe I think uh, they they showed last year under Brian Flores uh, that they had a great pass rush, but mm-hmm. they were I I think they were saying that they're finally able to really put it all together. I mean, granted, um, the Patriots don't really have a true number one. Like, we're seeing, you know, guys like Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, mm-hmm. Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar, yeah. Devontae Parker. Oh, thought I was about to have a revenge game. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, some of these guys, like, they're cool. But, I don't know. They didn't, they're not, they're not scary in the sense that my, I, my corners are going to get tested. Yeah, I'm saying like I mean, it's been I mean I don't remember the last time someone was kind of scared of the Patriots like as they were before. Yeah, I think um, this is uh, this twenty uh, twenty one QB class is starting to look not so great in uh, retrospect. Yeah, we got what Mac Jones, um, Trey Lance, Trevor, Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields. Justin Fields, and then um, I'm the best one. one is Davis Mills. Davis Mills, yeah, and uh, um, Jets quarterback. Zach, uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah. The Cougar loving guy. <laughs> hey, Props that, to him, bro. I mean, you know what? He's uh, he's doing he's doing pretty good for himself. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Off the field. Yeah, not on the field. I mean, he's <laughs> no. He plays for the Jets. Exactly, nothing we can do there. And I mean, there wasn't too much um, running game too for Miami. Nah, but I mean, uh, I think they played a very efficient game. Um, like we see from Tua, twenty-three for thirty-three, uh, two hundred seventy yards and a touchdown. The only touchdown in the afternoon going to Jalen Waddle. Jalen uh, Waddle. Uh, what a guy. It was a, it was an interesting touchdown too. Uh, like, I, yeah, I don't think it was like. I mean, it was like a. It was on a fourth and something play, I think. And I remember listening to the commentator saying, I don't like this, man. They should have just kicked. Mm-hmm. And then as Tua releases the ball to Jalen Waddle, and somehow Jalen Waddle comes out of, like, there's, like, three Patriots surrounding him. Yeah. And he's able to run it out. And I was like, okay. And, like, other than that, too, like, without that touchdown, Jalen Waddle has three receptions for, like, 20- 40 yards. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's. I think we definitely need to see how that uh, offense with uh, Tyreek and Jalen uh, Waddle get um, involved. Yeah. Because um, Tua's still looking like first read Tua. No, I think so too, yeah. I've never liked Tua. I don't think he's – but, hey, he's winning games. That's, if he can start winning games. Yeah, um, that's really all that matters at the end of the day. Um, a, win, a win's a win. Yeah, I mean, then we saw Tyreek Hill obviously get – more fair share of the ball with 12 targets, caught four of those, 94 yards. And then after that, Jalen Waddle. After that, Chase Edmonds. So that's a good thing that I started looking at, I guess, for fantasy owners too. This Miami running attack, like you said, um, they need to figure it out or they're going to become one-dimensional really quick. Yeah, I mean, they probably just saw that, I mean, the, the passing game was working, so they just sticked with it, which is fine. If it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But at some point, you're going to have to use it, and you better hope they come out right there. Yeah. Um, What of the other early uh, uh, slate games are we missing? I feel like we're missing one. 
The 12 o'clock games? Yeah. I mean, there's the, the Jets and... Uh, yeah, there's the Jets and the... Ravens? The Ravens. I mean, they're not too much to watch there. Oh, uh, yeah. There was, there was a little controversy I saw on Twitter with the, one of the uh, Jets players picking off Lamar towards the end and running towards midfield. Um, turns out he was, uh, I guess, giving a tribute to his uh, dad who passed away pretty recently. Oh, wow. I did not see that. Yeah. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Davis uh, was a cornerback. So uh, big ups to that guy out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, really not much the note to talk about in that game. Uh, the Jets got blown out like many expected they were going to against the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, it was a quiet game, I think. I mean, Lamar, he uh, three touchdowns, got picked once, over, threw only 213 yards. He rushed like, six times. He had King Drake rush a little bit. I think the note to take was to see that who was going to be the RB1 for the Jets. Because yeah. it was Michael Carter and Brees Hall, and that's a, I was hearing that Brees Hall was supposed to be the main guy. Yeah, a lot of people. We saw Michael Carter came in, go ten for sixty. A lot of people uh, were behind the Brees Hall hype, and it seems like he didn't even play really. Yeah, you got six for twenty three. I mean, I had Michael Carter fantasy last year, and I was like, I loved Michael Carter. And then once I saw like, oh no, like he's not gonna be the guy, and I was like, okay, just like that, all right. Um. Yeah. Uh. Joe Flacco, though, man. Wow. Uh, no way in hell should he be throwing the ball 59 times. 59 times, man. 59 times. I mean, <laughs> good on him. He can still sling it a little bit, but... How old wow. do you think this guy is, man? Um, I mean... This guy's 37. And I think we probably... He can, uh, should not be throwing that much. <laughs> yeah. At, <laughs> at all. Like, when, like, you know... Joe Flacco, Ravens uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback, um, is throwing against his former team 59 times. <sighs> he won the Super Bowl over a decade ago, Gall. Like, no, I forget that. I mean, uh, Joe Flacco was elite at some point. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Elites <laughs> might be a stretch, but, I mean, he had an elite a postseason, that's for certain. Yeah, I guess they were just like, hey, you're playing against your old team. We're going to let you sling it. And they let him sling it, I think, just a little too much. Yeah. Um, but that midday slate, um, America's Game of the Week, Pack- Packers-Vikings, man. I want to hear from you, man, Mr. Vikings fans, and see where you got. <sighs> this might be a year for Vikings fans to be excited. I don't oh, want sure. I don't want to get, uh, like, too, uh, you know, too ahead of myself. But, man, opening week. We get Green Bay and Ayahuasca Rogers, man. Perk Rogers. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? I was expecting to be honest, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like big up myself and say like, oh yeah, like I thought we we're gonna come and kick their ass, like it doesn't matter. Like I was expecting it like to be a, you know, a, kind of a blowout. Like they were, you know, the one seed in the NFC last year. Like this is this is a really it, on paper, it's a really good football team. But the addition of Zadarius Smith to the Vikings, stolen from the Packers, mm-hmm. um, he, what a signing that looks to be. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know. Did you watch the game where uh, Aaron Rodgers tried to, like, block him? Yeah. And he just came bulldozed him. I think the funniest part that Aaron Rodgers tried to get up right away to, like, stand up for himself. 
but he stumbled because he got hit so hard. So he tried to get up again and just fell right back down. And he was like, oh, crap. But I think even Aaron Rodgers was smiling about it. He was like, yeah, and like, I mean, crap, I just got, I just got rammed. Yeah. I mean, hey, we got to, uh, we got to see a little bit of the Jordan Love show at the very end there. Um, I didn't see that, yeah. Four or five passing, 65 yards. Um, I think that's going to be an interesting uh, thing to look at throughout the season for uh, Green Bay. Um, especially if Aaron just shows that he doesn't fully have it anymore. Um, but you just paid the man. Can you really just bench him for your backup? Um, yeah, that's interesting. <sighs> interesting organizational skills from the. Green or I think what they'll do, or if anything, what will happen is Aaron Rodgers is just going to be like, "Screw y'all, I'm not playing." You paid me money and gave me this team to work for, bro. Like, how are the Packers front office getting away with this? That it is. It, it, this is absolute. Like, I don't. Like, you can you can compare this to the. Not, I mean, not really. I mean, I think the Cowboys are in a better situation team wise. Much. But this is this is bad. Honestly, like this is like the not to uh, switch sports up on you, but this is like similar to like what Manchester United have like presented Ronaldo last year, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, it's a good comparison, yeah. Like we signed Ronaldo. I'm a man. I'm a Man U fan. Um, we signed Ronaldo last year, and we give him one of the most piss poor teams to work with. And <laughs> this is what Aaron Rodgers has to work with. Like his starting receiver, like didn't even play. His best receiver didn't even play, and that's Alan Lazard. <laughs> Alan Lazard. <laughs> like, bro. Like, at what point is it like just? ineptitude from Gutenhorst, Gutenhorst or whatever. Bro, and who the hell is Romeo Dobes? Dobes? Who is that? I, he, like, he's an undrafted rookie. Um, he's, <laughs> uh, he's been on the, whatchamacallit, the, uh, on the come up, but I think, uh, people are, like, just saw some preseason film or, like, oh, he's up next. That's how bad the Packers fans are fiending for oh, a wide God, receiver. they're, yeah, they're, they're fiending for sure. You had Randall Cobb, you're, Veteran receiver, only go two for fourteen. How many times three targets? Have you been on and off the Packers at this point, bro. That's got to be at least three times. I think this is his third time on the team. Has to be. He was on the Cowboys. He's on the Texans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done. He's done a couple stints with the uh, Packers. Yeah. It's, um, it's it's telling when your start when your backup running back leads your team in targets and receptions. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing to see, I guess, for fantasy owners. Like I said, I keep referring to fantasy because I feel like that's where everyone tries to see it at. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you think that's PPR format. You're going to – you love that. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. Uh, Aaron Jones owners, for certain, are hating to see uh, A.J. Dillon uh, feasting Getting on more these. carries, too. More carries, more uh, receptions. It's Aaron, Is Aaron Jones on his way out in uh, Green Bay? Probably not, but we'll see how he gets incorporated uh, coming along. Yeah, I mean – I, I want to say, I mean, we saw this last year. The Packers got absolutely blown out by the Saints from the week one. Yep. And then they went in to be the number one seed. Yep. But I can't see that. I'm sorry. I Everyone says it's Aaron Rodgers, and I'm like, I know it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, But look. Look at what he has to work with. You gave him at least Devontae Adams last year. You got rid of that. Big game from Devonte Adams too with his new that team. That too, we'll get to after this game. But that he's he's still crazy. That's yeah. it's, it's insane. First, want to talk about since we're on the wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, man. Oh, Justin my Jefferson. God. 
that is the next coming of Jesus Christ as a wide receiver. <laughs> I'm sorry for all y'all religious folks out there, but my lord, watching him do things with the ball in his hand, I've only seen maybe one other receiver like do that, and that is Jerry Moss. Like this guy is—he's—he's insane. He's insane. Nine catches, 184 yards, and two touchdowns. Breaks his previous record, uh, his previous single game, uh, like uh, best line by 30 yards. Like, I don't. And like at halftime, he had like I don't even know how much he had more more of that most of that on during halftime. Like at halftime, only two quarters. Like, just imagine when we get a more competitive game, you know? Yeah, like imagine like yeah. I mean, you probably didn't even have to throw to him that much because you were winning by so much. So you're just like imagine a game where it's like just back and forth. I can't wait to see that. I th- yeah, it's, I, it's going to also be interesting to see how the rest of the Vikings' uh, receiving core gets incorporated on top of uh, Justin Jefferson. I, uh, yeah, I was a little a little butthurt with Adam Thielen because I have him in one of my fantasies. I was like, what's going on, man? But it's um, okay. As a Vikings fan, as a Vikings fan, I'd honestly like give you uh, a pro tip: pick up KJ Osborne, man. He's uh he's on the come up. He um he's our. Um, Right now he's on the depth charts as our wide receiver three, but I mm-hmm. think by the end of the season he's going to be number two. He oh, has wow. so okay. much. He has so much to offer uh, going down the field. He um, Miami product. Um, I think this is his uh, second or third year with us, and I'm excited from what he what he can offer. He's such a vertical threat, and with this uh, sort of Rams offense we're getting, we're gonna we're gonna need someone who can stretch the field along with uh, Justin Jefferson. I like that. We're gonna have to look at that for sure, for predictions coming into the season. See how that transpires. Um, yeah, I think uh, our rushing attack too was very, uh, very, um, what they say, consistent. Um, and it was very, it got the job done. Uh, Madison and uh, Cook both averaged four and a half yards per carry. Uh, Cook yeah. got the lion's share of the carries with twenty for ninety yards. Madison, honestly, like. So many people, they it's, they're the same guy. Honestly, they're the same guy, and it's not just down to the dreads. They run, they run the ball so efficiently in the same <laughs> manner. They catch it. I know, right? So, so well. funny. Like, it, it's good. Like, I know he wants to see more of a role in their game, but I think I love having him as my second running back. I'll just say that. Yeah, that's always a good thing. It's a blessing to have that. Um. Yeah, and we go that uh, other three, yeah, that three thirty game with um, the Raiders and the Chargers. Yeah, your first impressions of the Chargers this year? <laughs> They're good. <laughs> They're good. Justin Herbert's good. Justin Herbert's still good. Um, yeah. Eckler was kind of a big disappointment. Yeah. I mean, I guess his side just wasn't working on the ground, so he wasn't getting a lot of that. They're throwing a lot. Um, and Keen Allen too. Tough that he's going to be hurt. And they have a short week against the Chiefs, which I was really looking forward to. That should be a really good game. Yeah, um, sucks for Keenan Allen to be uh, what is, uh, injured again. Um, but hopefully we'll see a bigger target share for Mike Williams. Um, I know Mike Williams owners were definitely um, definitely a little concerned about his opening a week performance to target. Yeah, I mean, receptions for four, uh, ten yards. Yeah, for sure. I was like, I mean, we had um, I had Mike Williams last year. He was a really good wide receiver, too, for um, the Chargers. And he comes out this weekend, you see him get two for ten, only four targets. I mean, wow, it looks like everyone got four targets. Four yeah. targets. 
four targets for the Los Angeles Chargers. They're really spreading the ball out in this offense. Yeah, I mean, we saw a tight end, Gerald Everett. Who would have thought? Um, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be. This is a gonna be a good year for uh, Los Angeles. Uh, I uh, they have two uh, two really good teams. Um, we'll see uh, which one of them can uh, impress most. But yeah, no, right. Let's. He, he I liked it. He had them this really good touchdown. I think I forgot who he passed it to, but he just like it was like three guys and he just threaded the needle. It's yeah. A great pass by Justin Herbert. He's the the league has a lot of exciting young quarterbacks. Yeah, they're set for they're set for the future for a lot of them. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't like Raiders though. The Raiders, man, I think they have a lot. Uh, they have a lot to work on. Yeah, I thought. Um, I mean, we all saw the addition of Devontae Adams, so we were like, man, this team could do something. But I mean, it was clearly just Devontae Adams. Seventeen targets. Yeah. I'm, and then out of that, I mean, he still got his ten receptions, 141 yards, got his touchdown. But the next highest target guy is Dan Waller and Hunter Renfro, as you would think. It's like they they have to off they have they have to do more as a team because you can't have like they're turning into a you know like the Packers were where it was Devontae Adams and a bunch of other dudes. Like yeah. I I love I love Hunter Renfro. Like he had almost a thousand yards. He had like a thousand yards last year. But yeah, that's the, the off, that's like the Walmart Cooper Cooper Cup right there. <laughs> bro, not even Walmart, bro. That's Dollar Tree Cooper Cup. <laughs> <laughs> because like what? I don't know, he he can't do what Cooper Cup can do. I don't think many play. Oh no, for sure. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I guess just like going as like the white man wide receiver for the <laughs> NFL. White boy can run. <laughs> Exactly, Wild Boy can run, and you can even say like, um, uh, what's uh Buffalo Bills wide receiver used to play for the Cowboys? Why can't uh, I forget? Why can't I remember his name? Why can't I remember his name? I'm literally picturing him right now. Uh, Beasley. Uh, Beasley, Beasley, thank you, Cole yeah. Beasley. Yeah, it's like Cole Beasley. Yeah, <laughs> whatever happened to him? Like he started. I think the... he's still on the Bills, and like he started being anti-vax, and he thought it was really cool about that, and like how government's corrupt and how everything's that he's like those type of people i'm like oh, bro come on now come on hey bro just suit up and bro play some football but come on now. i think he started rapping if i'm not mistaken i wouldn't be surprised i think you're right i think he is rapping you know what bro go get your bag <laughs> go get your bag even if you didn't already have one once you have free time i guess you can rap but Derek carr man uh three interceptions and uh yeah, that's. I think that's what really called the game. I I think it was kind of um, it was already like getting out of hand. It shouldn't have been this close, but uh, with those three picks, definitely hurry. He threw a pick right before halftime. They were doing a two-minute drill. Threw a pick. Uh, we went back, and then the Chargers scored seven off of that. And yeah, no, the pass rush was just getting after him. Uh, the from the Chargers. Uh, he had two. Uh, you know, two fumbles. You'd be able to recover from both of them, but yeah, it really got to him. They they were really really just up. They were I think this Chargers pass rush is with the addition of Khalil Mack too. Like three sacks for Khalil Mack, man. Scary. Joey Bosa got a sack and a half. Scary pass rush from them. For sure, I'm excited to see them. And they got the Chiefs. I mean, and if you want, we can transition to the Chiefs real quick. Yeah. And not, nothing much to talk about that game. Cardinals suck. Chiefs are good still. What happened there? I don't know. Yeah. Freaking Mahomes threw five touchdowns like nothing. 
Um, the only exciting thing about that was the safety Justin Reed is an athlete. Oh, yeah. That boy can kick. Honestly, you know what? He used to play soccer in, in high school, bro. He was the backup. I think they said Stanford, I think they were saying. Yeah, yeah. He was like their emergency kicker there. And once I saw, we've seen multiple like position players try to kick, and it's like, this is bad. Because he, he came in for kickoff. And I was like, let's see how, how far it goes. This man hit it through the uprights, bro, back of the end zone. Bro. On his kickoff. He's got a boot. Yeah. And then um, I think he tried two PATs. He missed one really bad, but then one went right through. Yeah. Um, you know, he. it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. <laughs> like, you have a – when you're winning by this much, you can kind of do those sort of things. Yeah, I think if it was closer, you start doing two-point attempts for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they just knew that. This game is just let's 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 have some fun. What what's what do we say about Harrison Bucker? He got injured, right? He I think he came back and kicked though. Okay. So, so. As far as I know. Okay, so was they were they just trying something out? Or I didn't watch the end of the game. It got it got a little a little too far away for my uh enjoyment. No, I think for anyone it was um it just um it was off a of kickoff. He like rolled his ankle. Uh, he was out for a little bit. And then I think he came back towards the end. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it was fine. I mean, I'm just seeing a lot of fumble, is- uh, fumble issues uh, opening week. Not many uh, not many lost fumbles, but just not good uh, ball security opening uh, opening week. We saw uh, DK Metcalf last night with a fumble. Yeah, Juju had one um, on the Chiefs. He had actually I mean, two. He lost the, one, the, Bro- the Broncos fumbled twice at the at the end zone. On the end line. That's, yeah. It caused the game. It's like, what, what are we doing? What are we, like, ball security. It's a big issue right exactly. now. Yeah. And then Patrick Mahomes is being Patrick Mahomes. 360 yards, five touchdowns without even trying. <laughs> yeah. Travis Kelsey went up for 121 yards, eight receptions. The Chiefs are the Chiefs, man. Why did I think they were going to be bad? Am I the only one that thought that? I I don't think you were I I like I honestly I thought they were gonna be kind of average too. Um, like yeah, or at least at least in that average line exactly. I thought they weren't gonna be. I mean, I don't know. If, are the Cardinals defense that bad? I don't know, man. I don't know. You got Buddha Baker. Also, just breaking news: uh, Rodrigo Blankenship waived by the Colts. What? Yeah. No way they just did that. Yeah, seems so. He had injury problems last year, but he was still one of the better kickers. And they really just waved him for causing a game. Yeah. No way. First casualty of the NFL season with kickers, man. Kickers are it's just week in, week out, man. Kickers are people too, bro. Kickers are people too. I like to think that. But I really... <laughs> someone said, bro, kicked himself out of a job. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. I mean, I guess this is a good stat. Someone said, Rodrigo Blankenship is one for four in his career of 50-plus yard field goals. Damn. I mean... So, wow. Okay. Breaking news happened here on the Big T Podcast. Yes, Rodrigo sir. Blankenship has been weighed by the Colts. 
Do you think they bring him back, or just roster moves to bring someone else in, or what do you think? I haven't. I think this is. I think this is. He's he's done. At least that, for the Colts' Colts' sake. Yeah, that's that's tough. Tough one for him. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, and we got to see some Chase McSorley with the Cardinals last uh, yesterday too, or Sunday. I mean, it's Trace McSorley. We saw what he could do last year with the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's, you know, like, oh, I want to see some Trace McSorley play. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess we can, we can try to uh, Sunday Night Football now. Primetime yeah. game. Cowboys <laughs> and Bucks. Woohoo. You're the Cowboys, man. You tell me. All right. I got to talk to you a little bit. Um, I already knew we weren't going to be good this year. I could have told you that. For sure, I was aiming for a, maybe we'd get six or seven wins, eight the most, because of our division. But I think I gave us too many wins with that. I mean, our wide receiver core is just not there. It's nothing to what we had last year. Yeah. You have you have Gallup out. We let Amari Cooper walk. Not really, but we traded him for a bag of chips. We let um Cedric Wilson go to the Dolphins. Um. Yeah, I mean, you had Michael Gallup still out for I don't know how long, probably two more weeks, three more weeks. Jalen Tolbert, and it was Dan Tolbert. He was he wasn't even able to suit up this week too, so that's why you get to see you didn't get to see him this week. Yeah, but I, I don't even think him. I don't even think he'll make a big difference on this team, man. I hate to say it, but C. Lamb has um as much as I thought he can be a wide receiver one. At least this past game, he definitely was not a wide receiver one. He did not look like one. Uh, yeah, I. I had big expectations for CD Lamb this year. I haven't been uh, one, one of my fantasy leagues. And I think everyone did. Wow. Disappointing, to say the least. Got outpaced by Noah Brown, man. He had 11 targets, and he caught two of them for 29 yards. I, I watched that game, and a lot of those like targets... like Yeah, there were, there were some that were blown through. Like It was terrible passes by Dak Prescott. I wanted, Yeah, for sure. I think this is one of those games where it's just like nothing was going for the uh, Cowboys. Yeah, it was a bad game overall. I um that one for sure. That was to top it off on Dak. It sucks that he got hurt, but top it off on top of that, that he was just playing absolutely awful that game. It yeah. was bad. It was it bad. Back to back hits on by defensive lineman on his hand, throwing hand too. But yeah, I mean, that song come out, and then they were talking to him, and they said he couldn't grip the ball. So then I, um, there was some news today. So at first, it was supposedly supposed to be at least eight games. Dang. He could come back before the bye or after the bye. So on that point, I'm already like, all right, we're in, we're in tanking season. I'm okay with that. Like, I knew this season was going to be bad. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Like, it's already – her season's over already after one game. Um. And there was speculation of us trying to get uh, Jimmy Garoppolo as our quarterback, mm-hmm. and I'm I would not been on that good. I wasn't hopping on that train just because it's. It, I'm not uh, Jimmy G. Is, he's a bad quarterback. Let's just he's, say he's a bad quarterback. Hey, he's sexy though, man. He is sexy. Holy shit! Yeah, you're right. He is <laughs> one good looking man. You would have but, the sexiest quarterback room in the NFL, <laughs> Jimmy G. If there, if there was playoffs for that, bro, give me that. <laughs> Um, if they handed out rings for that, bro, bring them on. Pay them as much money as you need to. Nah, unfortunately, no rings for that one. Yeah, and then um, but 
I don't think he'd be able to do at least anything like we would just throw him into the fire just like any other quarterback to be honest. This just this team is just bad. The O line is bad. We had um Tyrone Smith out. We had a have a lot of rookies on that O line or second year guys. It's just not good. Lyell Collins getting away from y'all, I think, might be one of your biggest regrets. Uh, I heard he got I mean he got torched with the Bengals. I mean, but it was TJ Watt. TJ Watt torched everyone, but I, mean, I think so, too. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't really put a, a lot of that on Lyle as well. But, yeah, no, he did get torched. But you are going to – I was telling one of my friends earlier, um, I honestly would be thinking about waving uh, Tyron Smith. His availability really concerns me. I, I think we should have traded or at least put him up for the market to at least trade for at least earlier last year. Because we just seen that like he's good. He's a damn good lineman when he's healthy. But when is that? When is it when he's healthy? Never, man. You know? And I think it's at that point. He might even be close to retiring, to be honest. What could have been? He could have been one of the best of all time. But his Oh, for sure. His his injury record really the last five years has been concerning. It's so bad. It's just the amount of games that he's missed. It's just bad. And but then the good news that we heard about Dak Prescott, um, Jerry Jones is on the phone on the radio today saying that they're not going to put him in the IR. Okay. So that means he's not going to miss. If he would have been on the IR, that means he's missing at least four games. So they're thinking that Dak is not missing four games, which I think is a very big stretch. We I saw, think they're going to force him back way too early. Yeah, and we saw with the Russell Wilson hand injury last year what that looks like when you force a QB back too early. Mm-hmm. Supposedly this was almost like the same injury that um, Drew Brees had a couple years ago, and he missed like six or seven games. But they said that the surgery came out better. It came out good, so no IR. Um, he'll. They're thinking that he'll probably be back in like two or three games if they weren't going to put him in the IR. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, that's – I don't know if that's good news or bad news, to be honest. Because, like, yeah, now with IR, it's, you have to miss at least four games. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – good for Cowboys fans, but hopefully he comes back healthy. Yeah, the thing is, I don't think he will. Like, this is this is going to be another injury problem on top of that. And that's like, you're, like we were talking about earlier, he, the biggest issue with Dak, right, is injuries. Right now, yeah, I hate to say it. Like, we were, we were talking about, like, he keeps having these little uh, injury, like, problems, these little nigs and uh, nags. Yeah, like, it's not a major where he misses, like, six games or, like, at least, like, a fourth or third of the season. But it's, like, the ones that were, like, he probably should be missing out, but he's still playing through. Mm-hmm. And it's just definitely affecting his performance. But he always says, oh, I never felt better. Always has that freaking bullshit excuse. Every time talk when he's on when he's on the um, media room, there's always, like, oh, man, I never felt better, man. This is my team. I do whatever for my team. Do whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, dude, just tell us the truth. Tell us you're not feeling good. Do what's best for your team and, like, get healthy. Yeah, but I guess he just doesn't want to see Cooper Rush play quarterback. I mean, yeah, Cooper Rush's not good. Even though he didn't look too bad against your Vikings last year, but it's – I mean – Man, we were bad last year. Like, <laughs> I thought y'all were, y'all were a really good, bad team last year. I don't think y'all's record really said what y'all really were, to be honest. Yeah, Vikings last year, we were, like – Bad, but in a enjoyable way. 
Yeah, like so it wasn't like uh, you go into the Vikings thinking it's already an easy win, for sure. But now, hey. Yeah, think... I'm I'm scared of that Vikings team. I knew Kirk Cousins was gonna have a a good year this year. I mean, with Justin Jefferson, but we'll see how he does. Yeah, that this opening slate of uh, NFL games, those was exciting. That was fun. Yeah, I loved it, man. We we missed it clearly. So much time without any football. Now it's back, bro. No more Sundays, Thursdays, Mondays with no football. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> I missed it so much, man. Any uh, surprises from you this like opening week? Um, a lot, a lot. Um, so I was gonna introduce the segment segment we're gonna try to do every time we talk about these weekly games. So we're gonna have the who segment where it's like, who the hell is this guy, and why the hell did he pop off? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, one that I wanted to talk about was actually Curtis Samuel. All right. For the Washington Commanders, it's. I mean, it's still a big guy that we know about. Mm-hmm. But why did he put up the numbers that he put up? Let me put him up real quick. This guy, I think, he got two touchdowns. And there was that other that rookie wide receiver for the Commanders too. I think they got two touchdowns. I think that's what I'm mixing it up with. I know. I, I, Curtis Samuel also popped off too. I think uh, we're seeing. Commanders looking kind of interesting in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, that's nasty. I don't like that. Curtis Samuel. Anything at Washington. St- I'm looking at his stat line right now. Eight catches for 55 yards and a touchdown and four carries for 17 yards. Four points. Exactly. Like, what is he doing? What's, what is he doing out there, man? Like, I know, and he's, and he's in almost every, uh, every league out there for sure. Is he, what is he? Uh, uh, he's available. Yeah, no. I, he's yeah, he's available in a lot of them. Yeah. He's on my waiver wire. I'm trying to get him right now. Um, I think what surprised me was the target share, the targets that he got. Oh, yeah. no. Um, 11 targets. He led the team. He's a B-Tech Debo Samuel, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Curtis Samuel, Debo Samuel. <laughs> yeah. And um, another one from the same team, Jahan Dotson, the rookie. Three yeah, receptions. Two of them were touchdowns. Um, I think we uh, – this <laughs> too early to tell, but – uh. This uh, commander's team is interesting to watch for certain. Interesting. Yeah, I just I just pray for any Carson Wentz fall down. To be honest. Oh yeah, no. Pray praying for that man's downfall. He's all the time. He's funny, but yeah, no, definitely a big who. Who are those guys? Yeah, yeah. You got anyone that you in mind? Um, definitely for certain. Uh, OJ Howard. Uh, he popped up on the against the uh, who is it? Who the Texans play? The uh, Colts. Colts. Two two catches, two touchdowns. Uh, I mean, I don't know if many people remember him, but he was drafted uh, first-round tight end by the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in, what was it, 2017? Yep, yeah. And he just really couldn't make his uh, make his Im- impact on the Bruce Arians' uh, offense. But now uh, he popped up on the Bills for a little bit on their practice squad, and then uh, I think – Maybe he made him. He made a home for himself with the Texans. But yeah, two two random uh, appearances, uh, two uh, two touchdowns, kind of, kind of makes you ask, what is this guy doing right now? Exactly. Uh, also, uh, Dante Pettis for the uh, the Bears. Uh, that's a name a lot of people probably haven't heard for a very long time. Um, uh, if I remember correctly, he was a. Uh, 
he was a guy out of um to, let me see where he's let me see where these dudes came from. He came out of Washington, yeah. He was uh on those Washington uh teams way back when, uh with Justin Ross, you know. Uh mm-hmm. he uh uh, definitely uh, not Justin Ross. Uh, John Ross, speedster. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, one catch, one touchdown, fifty-one yards. Wow. Okay. Uh, he. I wouldn't say he's a pickup on any uh, fantasy uh, waiver wires. No, for sure. If you're really hurting for a, a downfield target on the <laughs> the Chicago Bears, that's an option for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are my who's for the week. All right. Uh, I think that's the only, I mean, I think a lot of tight ends, but we see this every week where it's just some tight ends for teams. Well, that's just the main guy. I think for, we had the Packers or not, or the Seahawks last night. Uh, there was the two tight ends that went crazy. Oh yeah. They got a touchdown each and they were like combined for like 80 yards, I think. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty nutty, man. That's nutty. Yeah, I mean, it's just someone might have had him on their fantasy. It's just that they know something that we don't clearly. Clearly. Um, yeah, I think it was a lot of uh, – I mean, Robbie Anderson also can kind of be added to that who. Yeah, I think – yeah, he – what did he put up? Five catches for 102 and a touchdown. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely a who. And, I mean, he had the biggest target share of the uh, the Panthers, eight eight targets too. So it's gonna be very interesting to see what uh Big Robbie does for the uh the Panthers with uh Ma- yeah. Baker as his quarterback. Yeah, and then last but not least on this segment, can't do wrong without the guys that disappointed us Oof. this week one. So we're gonna go with the Hows. So who you got that you can think of? Disappointments. Disappointments. Um, easily uh, Christian McCaffrey, man. Oh yeah. That's. Oof. Like ten carries, thirty three yards, and a touchdown. Like he was going top five in a lot of leagues in fantasy drafts, man. And that's so disappointing from a uh, franchise running back. And to stay on the right, the running back, I'm gonna go with um, Derrick Henry. Yeah, I agree. That was another bad one. Another running back, Alvin Kamara too. Uh, it was an interesting night, day for running backs. We had a lot go off, and then. We had a lot of notable ones just do nothing. Yeah, and then, yeah, as you uh, brought up Cal Pitts, too. Stinky Pitts, man. Tied in. Stinky Pitts. I'm sure there's someone out there with that fantasy team name. Easily, easily. Um, just looking through, the, like, the, the stat sheets just to kind of, like, see who's out there. Um, I'm just – there wasn't, like, you know, really too any, – anything too crazy that popped off the stat sheet and, like, disappointments. I think we kind of know – everything we know about everyone right now, at least uh, when it turns to, like, new guys. I would say uh, Robert mm-hmm. Woods. Robert Woods, that's who really disappointed me. Wow, I think uh, – I I thought he was going to be the – I mean, he should – he is the wide receiver one, I think, for sure. He is. In Tennessee. But just what he did, I think, was one of the biggest disappointments for sure this weekend. Um, what he got. Was it one catch on two targets? I think so, yeah. And I think it was only one for, like, 12 – that's yeah no he was he was their big free agency signing too and the receiver mm-hmm. the yeah because he's clearly gonna be that wide receiver one Tennessee it's, it's either him or Traylon Burks um what call the uh, the coach doesn't really like Burks that much 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think one more one, last but not least, is for sure Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's that awesome. was. I don't even know what he dropped in fantasy. I think it was like a solid two or three. He had two turnovers. They were <sighs> really, really bad, ugly turnovers too. Yeah. Wow. That was. But I mean, good for me. I'm a Vikings fan. <laughs> exactly. You love to see this right now. What uh, what would you say? Your how would you surmise the opening week? Mm, I don't know, man. Just football, basically. It's it's the NFL, man. You don't know what to expect. Yeah. Hey, any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, I love it. I also saw. Um, I don't know if you noticed. Uh, this Monday, next Monday, we have um. Two Monday night football games. I don't know if has that ever happened before. It's oh, kind of weird. Dang. Uh, who's playing? Uh, so we have your Vikings against the Eagles at 7.30. Okay. And then the Bills and the Titans also play at 6.15 the same day. It's kind of oh. weird. It must be ESPN and someone else, I guess, has it. I don't know. I've never yeah, I don't know. That's, that was weird. I saw that and I was like, okay. I mean, hey, football, baby. It's football. We love it, especially during the week. But, yeah, man, I don't got anything else to say unless you got something. Hey, uh, I, it was fun being on, man. Uh, thanks for having yeah, me. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, we're going to try and do this a lot more often. We can try to at least get one for some previews for the second week of the NFL. See if we can get that set up. If not for sure, we can get something for uh, reviews of what happened during week two. Yeah, no, I'm definitely around for uh, everything, bro. Um it was a pleasure to be on. Pleasure to talk about uh, my favorite uh, American sport. Woo, let's do it. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for your time. Make sure to follow my boy Alex on his handles. Drop the handles real quick. Uh, let's go. Uh, it is uh, at um, United Flight 75 on Twitter. And uh, Alex uh, underscore Ederson on Instagram. One as the L. Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you guys next week. We appreciate it for y'all guys' time.